Hey, 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 gamers, it's that time of the week again. Welcome to another episode of the Ramblin' Gamers Podcast. What episode are we on, eight? Eight, you do the even numbers. All right. I am here with Matt, as always, and we are here to ramble on about the latest video game news, along with several other topics ranging from our game opinions to news about upcoming nerdy movies and TV shows. If you guys are liking the show and want to stay up to date, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch, pretty much any social media out there. We are on, and the the handle is usually at Ramblin' Gamers. Please also share this with uh, your friends, coworkers, your mom, anyone who you think would love our show. We're trying to grow that audience still. I know you're sick of hearing it every week, but you keep coming back, I guess. So, But before we get into the news, how's it going, Matt? Uh, it's going pretty well. I've, I haven't had a whole lot of time to play video games just because I had some stuff going on, but I was able to sit down and play some Astrobot and Miles Morales for a couple hours. And if you follow us on Twitter at Ramblin' Gamers, you will see that I have now platinumed Astrobot. I said I would go back and do it, and I Um, but I will say the speedruns have, have been pretty captivating. I'm glad that that's something they've added. I've had a lot of fun doing that. That's sweet. I still really want to play that game. <laughs> I've been yeah, seeing a I lot mean, of videos it, come up, and it's just fun. It looks fun. Um, yeah, I mean, you'll get to play it when I come down. You'll play oh, it. Yeah, I'll, I'll make you do some speedruns, see if you can beat some of my times. Mm-hmm. That's, that's going to be one week from today. We're recording this on Thursday, December 3rd. Um, and also, one week from today is the Game Awards, which is what our pretty much our entire episode today is going to be about. We're going to be giving off... Uh, predictions and hopes and dreams and all that fun stuff but so before we get into that anything anything from you matt um i was gonna i was gonna bring this up so i was considering going back and platinuming miles morales and i started doing some of the stuff i went around and collected all the postcards which i was planning on doing anyway so it was a really cool thing they added at the end of the game because if you have followed here's a quick spoiler for the two to the 2018 one Miles's dad dies in it, and there's like a little scavenger hunt that you got to do with him. And like, I don't know, it was cool, nice little touch. But my question was, do you th- do you want me to go and platinum that game, Adam? Was that something you'd be interested in me potentially doing on a stream sometime? Um, it's entirely up to you. Like, I I don't get the satisfaction from you platinuming the game. You get that satisfaction from platinuming the game. And I know you platinumed uh, the 2018 Spider-Man, and we're incredibly satisfied and happy that you did that. So maybe just think of that. Maybe I will. Maybe, Maybe what we can do is put a poll up on our Twitter or Instagram and have the people decide for for me. Because I'm already kind of not feeling it because just the just the thought of going and doing all that grindy stuff doesn't interest me a whole lot right now. But if it's something that our, our listeners and fans want to see, I'm, I'm definitely down to do it. It'll be a lot more fun with an audience. If you feel that way, I know. I'm starting to feel burnt out on video games a lot too. I've um, In Hyrule Warriors, I've put 40, almost 40, like 38, 39 hours into that game. And I checked my like completion percent. And I'm only at fifty percent. Yeah, that's rough. This is a bad time to get burnt out on video games when we're about to be spending a whole week probably just playing video games, recording video games, talking about video games, 
Cyberpunk is a huge video game that's coming out on the 10th. Uh, we're going to be watching video games, uh, like video game awards and stuff like that. So not a good time for that. Maybe you should take a couple days off. <laughs> I might have to. Um, but so, yep, the game awards are coming up. Um, the This episode is coming out on Tuesday, so it'll be two days from now, Thursday night will be the um the game awards i don't know <laughs> i just clicked over and saw your face oh yeah, my goodness for, the, for those of you who who well obviously no one knows we have our webcams on for the first time when we're recording so i was trying to make them laugh and i was just staring directly into my webcam just blinking really <laughs> I guess is the way I'd describe it. So I'm sorry about that. <laughs> anyway, Game Awards this Thursday. I don't know what time, but you can catch them on YouTube, Twitch, um, probably probably some other video game streaming sites will be hosting it. But um, yeah, it's a a big night for video games because um, they go through and recognize and give awards to the biggest games of the past year. Um, but then the most exciting part, I feel like, for most people is there are usually a lot of new announcements. I know in the past they've announced um, Legend of Zelda stuff. They've announced um, they showed off the new Xbox last year for the first time. Um, they announced Smash characters. That's just the Nintendo side of stuff. But they, there's usually a lot of a lot of big companies pull in and show off new stuff during the show. It's just a lot a big. A big exciting part of it for a lot of people, um, but we'll get to that later. We're going to give uh, hopes and predictions for that as well. But we're going to start with each category for each award and talk about it. We're going to talk about what we think will win and what we want to win, which a lot of times are often two very different things. Um, so the first category we're going to talk about is best game direction, and the nominees are. Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, Half-Life Alex, and The Last of Us Part Two. So, Matt, who do you want to win? That's a tough one, because of these, I've played three of these games. The only ones I didn't play were Final Fantasy VII Remake and Half-Life Alex. Um, of the three that I've played, I wouldn't say any of them were revolutionary in their game direction. Naughty Dog has kind of had the same formula for years. Obviously, throwing in the the mid-game character switch was a big, I would say, something that we don't see a whole lot. So I would put them... What they did was a little different compared to what Hades and Ghost of Tsushima, I would say, did. Ghost of Tsushima was very a very straightforward, like, open-world game. That wasn't revolutionary. I would say, of the of these games, though, that the two who I would say are most likely to win are the two that I haven't played, unfortunately which would be Final Fantasy VII Remake and Half-Life Alex, And the reason I believe that those two are kind of at the front of the pack right now is because Final Fantasy VII was, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, originally like a 15-hour game, and what they're doing with it is just taking, splitting it into thirds almost, taking the first five hours and stretching it out to a huge open-world game, giving it more backstory, and it was a 35-hour game or something like that. That's a, a pretty cool concept, and I know some people were disappointed at first, but I think when people actually got to playing it they're like wow this is actually like a a, a a cool concept and i'm excited to play the other two parts and the reason i think half-life alex 
is also kind of in that running as well as because it's probably the first critically acclaimed VR game that we've had. And we've kind of seen the video games start shifting in that direction slowly, but it has been shifting in that direction, which is why I would put Half-Life Alex in there as well. And I personally think it's going to go to Half-Life Alex, but, um, and that's the one I hope it goes to as well, because I'd like to see more VR titles get the, get the recognition. I think that they deserve, especially when there's a really good one, but well, what were you thinking with this category? Um, I kind of agree with you. Now, I haven't played any of these games. Um, but I don't know. Best game. To, I could see it going to Last of Us Part 2 also. I, that's a game I kind of see sweeping in a lot of awards because it's nominated for like 10 things. Um, but also Half-Life mm-hmm. Alex being a, a pretty highly praised VR game is pretty exciting. Um, but one thing I want to point out is that Hades is nominated here amongst all these um, like cinematic games with like higher end graphics, um, which are normally known for like good game direction and all that. But then Hades is less focused on stuff like that. And it's kind of like cartoony 2D characters and just focused on like uh, like dungeon crawling gameplay and uh, roguelike and stuff so it's just a very hades definitely stands out amongst the other four games but it's like even, it's probably not going to win but it's still cool that it was nominated in this category mm-hmm. are you uh have you played a whole lot of dungeon crawlers or roguelike games in your life the only one i've played is um binding of isaac and i haven't played very much of that okay because I, I, I know like, i found the gameplay kind of like just repetitive so I have a question with that game when you die and you have to I assume start over did you have to start over like the entire story or would you when you went through would you get new dialogue and everything you would get new dialogue okay because I I had read something about how people were really impressed with the way that they did that to make it feel fresh and I was under the impression that I, I think most roguelikes at least good ones are like that where you don't have to start all the way over and like it I don't know that's kind of why i don't feel like i i'm glad hades is nominated in as many things as it is because i i really like that game i just think when it comes up to some going up against some you know some of the some of the big games it's it's not gonna quite do as well which is perfectly fine i'm I'm just glad it's getting the recognition it deserves all right do you just want to like switch off each yeah we can do that so moving on to uh best narrative the the five games nominated were 13 sentinels i'm sorry if i'm uh, slaughtering this aegis rim final fantasy 7 remake ghost of tushima hades and the last of us part 2 i don't think you've played any of these games either but from what you've read adam what what are you thinking as i said last of us part 2 is probably gonna do a huge sweep here and definitely for a a big story based game regardless of mm-hmm. people online being upset with how the story was it was still, from what I've heard, like a good narrative. Um, but in addition mm-hmm. to that, I could see Final Fantasy VII uh, probably taking it here, even though it's an older game. The fact that they revisited an old story and fleshed it out more and um, kind of brought it back to life and mm-hmm. in a modern way, I could see people really... like I could see like the panel of judges going for that. Because the original Final Fantasy VII is um, one of the best parts about it, from what I've heard, is the story. So having it um, 
like remade could probably just be like an easy hit for them yeah i completely agree with what you're saying there i I think last was part two is the the front runner for this i i, I didn't do well amongst fans but i i mean i shouldn't say that it was really divisive amongst fans i'm a, i'm one of those people who who loved it and i i hope it wins in this category but um we have to keep in mind that with with the game awards i believe 90 percent of the like uh, 90% of the decision is given to influencers and like the, the mat, the like magazine company. I, I can't think of a better word for it, but the fans only have about 10%. So I think last was part two is I, I think they're going to, win it. I want them to win it, but I think final fantasy seven remake and Hades both have a good shout at it as well. Ghost of Tsushima. And, and it could just be my preference in it. I didn't care for it. story. I didn't think it was anything groundbreaking. Um, I thought the ending kind of fell flat on its face, but um, that that's just kind of why I think Last of Us Part Two has has the leg up on the other four games. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's move on to Best Art Direction then, with the nominees being Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, and The Last of Us Part Two. So there's definitely definitely a pattern in a lot of the games. <laughs> yeah, we're seeing in a lot is. of these. Um, uh, which, this which is... one stands out to you? I think this is this is going to be a close one because I could see any of them winning it. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima was beautiful. I, I truly think that Ghost of Tsushima and The Last was Part Two. During obviously the since since the the PlayStation Five and Xbox Series X has come out, but in terms of console games, I think these are the two best games that at the at the time of their release they were the best looking games. They had the best art, the best graphics. When you if you had to have me pick between the two. Ghost of Tsushima, I think, was a better looking game. I thought that the colors and everything, it was it was beautiful. Last was part two, was beautiful in a different way. It was really grimy and everything. Um, but once again, for, between those two games, I, I don't think the last was part two did anything revolutionary that was incredibly different from stuff that Naughty Dog has done in the past. So between those two games, I would give it to Ghost of Tsushima. But the game that I think is going to win it is Ori and the Will of the Wisps. I've I haven't played that game but I have watched a lot about it. That game is beautiful. It's on my list of games I want to play. I I think that game looks incredible. I think that one has the leg up, but Hades Final Fantasy VII Remake also, who who knows? It could, I really think that this is going to be a crazy close one, and if we could see the results, I think it's going to be pretty close to 20% across the board for all of these games. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with you. Last of Us Part Two is probably out on this one. Um, and I, I think Final Fantasy VII or Ghost of Tsushima are probably going to win it, but who I want to win it is Hades, because calling back to what I said during the best game direction category is having a game visually like Hades up against Last of Us Part Two, Ghost of Tsushima, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, like, just nominated alone is a, is a pretty big feat, but I think a game with a unique art style like that that is already well known like people were initially drawn to the game because of the art style um i think hades does actually have a pretty good shot here yeah i agree with that too uh, hades was a really good looking game but that that's what i'm saying it's so hard to pick between any of these because there's all very good in very different ways so it could go to any of them and i would be completely satisfied i wouldn't feel like i, I <laughs> whoever wins i think four of them are gonna feel ripped off and, and they should because they're all really good looking games but Moving on to the best score in music, I think I think it's your turn to go first, right? 
which one do you think is going to win it? We have Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Hades, or In the Will of the Wisps, and The Last of Us Part Two. Um, well, I'm going to start out by telling you who I think is not going to win, and that's going to be Hades, <laughs> unfortunately, because you have... Really? You think so? Yeah, because you have Final Fantasy VII and Last of Us Part Two that have, like, cinematic scores and, like, orchestras and, like... Like a whole ass team of people working on compositions and recording and everything. Um, like, I don't even know about the soundtrack of, of Ori, but like, si- like, same thing. I feel like they're gonna have to give it to probably like Final Fantasy VII or um, Last of Us Part Two, where they have, you know, big, you know, like ambitious score and music but um one thing i want to say and that i want to win is doom eternal because doom eternal out of all these games i feel like has the best implementation of the music and how the music like ramps up and gets more energetic as the battles go on and i know the music is a big part of why people like playing those games because it makes the gameplay better yeah i i think you absolutely crushed it again right there with your analysis um, I will say I do very much disagree with with your analysis on Hades. I of these games personally, Hades for me had the best music. Um, the fight where you are fighting one of the th- I wish I wish I knew more about Greek mythology and I wish I had a better memory. But you're fighting like the three sisters. One of them's Megara. You and it's like the first boss that you get to. So every time you die, you have to go through them again. Um, so you get pretty good at it and you get used to the music. The music doesn't get old. Every single time I go to that room, I'm like, this music is awesome. This game is awesome. I think they crushed it with that. Saying that, I do agree that it should probably go to Doom Eternal because, like you said, the implementation is amazing. I do think that the music was better in 2016. I I don't know if I'm in the the minority for that. I I think a lot of people... I don't know. It, uh, once again, I feel like this could go to anything because The Last of Us Part Two was really focused on music this time around between Ellie and Joel's relationship with music. So they used it really well in their story where Doom Eternal used it really well with their action and same with Hades. Once again, Final Fantasy VII Remake, I don't know a whole lot about that. But like you said, I'm sure they had some great like cinem- cinematic uses with it and or in The Will of the Wisps. I don't really know anything about that one. But that one will be interesting too. I'm sure... I think it's going to go to Doom Eternal, but I hope it goes to Hades. Mm-hmm. Also with Final Fantasy VII, about it being a remake of a highly loved game um, from like 20 plus years ago, it already having uh, like a score and music that people loved and then them kind of reimagining it on a grander scale, I feel like is an easy home run for that game. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, but let's move on to a similar topic, best audio design. Um, so Doom Eternal, Half-Life Alex, Ghost of Tsushima, Resident Evil 3, Last of Us Part 2. Matt, which one had the best audio design? That's, I mean, I'm definitely not, the, I do not have the keenest ear for this. Um, and I don't know exactly the parameters for what is good audio design, what is bad audio design. So I'm going to interpret it in my own way. The way that Doom Eternal used their audio to design their levels around it was beautiful. I'll give it to Doom Eternal, but once again, I I'm not definitely not the person who should be giving my an opinion. You shouldn't take my opinion on this one with with anything. Mm-hmm. It's I think it should go to Doom Eternal. I don't have many reasons for that. Doom Eternal 
I just think has really good music and the way it, the way it works between the levels. And I don't want to keep going over this, but I just think it's a lot better than any of the other games. Mm-hmm. Now, I do want to point out Half-Life Alex, where I don't know anything about what the music or the audio design was in that game, but it was a VR game. So if it used sound and music to create a, a really good 3D atmosphere for the game, mm-hmm. um, I think just the fact that it's a, a good VR game kind of like doesn't give a fair shot to the other games. That, yeah, that, I think that's true. I think if they were to able able to incorporate it in a, you know, I think I just feel like with a VR game, if you like, if with any game that you're playing, if you're playing with headphones or a headset, you can tell which direction the audio is coming from. But it it probably does not feel as immersive as it would in a VR game, especially a good one like Half Life Alex, where if I hear, uh, if I'm playing like a shooter and I hear something to my left, I'm just gonna turn to my left. It's no big deal. I I just feel like having being actually in that setting would provide for such a more immersive feeling and i'm so excited to at some point get a vr headset and be able to experience a good vr game like half-life mm-hmm. dude v- vr is a lot of fun and i i think just for that reason that it's a vr game that half-life alex is probably going to take this one okay and i think i mean i i think once i i wish i could i wish i had played Resident Evil 3 and Half-Life Alex. Those are two games that and Final Fantasy 7 remake. I there are a lot of games on this list that I haven't played and I definitely want to keep up on my on video games next year and keep up with some good ones because now my my backlog is essentially I mean my backlog is never going to be empty, but it's as close to empty as it's been in years. Um so I, hopefully next year I'm able to keep up on video games a little bit more but moving on to best performance we have five nominees ashley john johnson as ellie in the last of us part two laura bailey as abby in the last of us part two i'm sorry for the for this pronunciation daizuk suji as jin sakai in ghost of tushima logan cunningham as hades in hades and nija nija jeter as miles morales in spider-man miles morales who do you think's taken home this award adam See now, now this one, I can't really, um, really give a good prediction for, because I haven't played any of the games. Like before, I've been able to kind of, mm-hmm. kind of assume who's going to win just based on other things and give good predictions. But I haven't actually played these games, so I can't really say anything for the performances. Um, but I mm-hmm. feel like if we've talked about this before, if any of either of the last of us part two ones win that people are going to be upset because they didn't like the characters but if yeah if the acting was good then they wanted you to hit the characters and that's that's a good performance Mm -hmm. yeah i completely agree with that i think if laura bailey as abby wins it which she definitely should be in contention for she did an incredible job Unfortunately, if she wins it, I think the internet and the gamer bros are going to lose their minds, and I would feel awful for her. It was such like a high moment in her career to be winning an award like this, just for people to immediately start tearing her down like they did when the game came out. I would hate to see that, because she really did an amazing job, and she can't control the way the character is written. I think of Ashley John- Johnson as Ellie, if she were to win it, while I do think people would be upset about that, I think they would kind of let that one go. Because I, I, I just think Ellie kind of has that longevity. She's She was in the 2013, the, the first um, installation of the Last of Us series. 
she was in this one and i don't think her character was hated as much as abby um and i once again she's doing an incredible job i think all five of these I, these this is the only category where i've played every single game um so far i think that all of them are are deserving of it i think ashley johnson as ellie is gonna win it to be honest with you but it could really go to any of them and uh, for that reason, I'm not going to say which one I want to win because I, I don't have an opinion. They're all so deserving of it. It's hard to put one in front of the other. All right. Uh, this next category is a fun one. Best ongoing game. And this is games not necessarily released in this year, but kind of big multiplayer games that are having continued support and people are still playing them through like esports and whatnot. So the nominees are Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Call of Duty Warzone, Fortnite and No Man's Sky. What are your thoughts? I'm trying to. I think I've played. I think I've played the first four. I, I haven't played No Man's Sky, unfortunately, just with how terrible that launch was. I never ended up getting into it, which is a shame because it looks like a hell of a game right now. And it is something I'm hoping. It's always predicted to go on PS Plus every single month, and it never does. One of these months, I hope it goes on because I'd love to play that game. But I really think it's gonna it's gonna be hard to do better than Fortnite. I think that Fortnite, as much as we can sit here and say it's a cringy game, the the people who play it are cringy. We can sit here and say that all we want. It continues to bring in millions of players every day. Just just a couple days ago, from from when we're recording this, they had their end of season event with Galactus, like the 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 continuation of their Marvel stuff that they've been doing. And they broke their record for most concurrent players at at one point. I, it was 15 million, I I believe. I could have that number slightly wrong, but I know that they did break their record. And for a game that's, I don't even know how old this game is, like four or five years now, it's incredible what they've done. And it's, uh, it's going to be hard to beat them, but I do think Call of Duty and Destiny 2 both have a good shot at it. And who knows? I, no Man's Sky has been killing it recently with their updates. They could get it as well. I, I don't know. What, what, what are you thinking? I, I think you're kind of in the same boat where you and I don't really play these games a whole lot. Mm -hmm. I agree with you. It, it's going to be Fortnite. It's one of the biggest games out there right now. And, and I don't know what won last year, but I mean, it was probably Fortnite. Um, but it, like, it's just such a big game that like, yeah. I, I really don't see anything else taking this one. Um, and there's, I know there's a lot of rumors right now about in terms of the announcements that there, there's a lot of like rumors slash leaks of, um, like new tie-ins that Fortnite's going to do that are potentially going to get it announced at the Game Awards. So they're they're clearly like pushing this game at the Game Awards as mm -hmm. a big game that yeah. it's big enough that um, using the Game Awards as a platform to announce uh, new events for the game just shows how big it is. Yeah, exactly. But moving on to the best indie game, we have five nominees once again. It, it, they are Carry On, Fall Guys, Hades, Blunky 2, and Spirit Far Fair. I'm sorry, I don't know how to pronounce that either. But uh, I think we both know what's. I think we both have a pretty set prediction on this. But go ahead, Adam. Which which one do you think is going to take it? Um, now if Hades, an indie game, is nominated for Game of the Year, then mm -hmm. I feel like it's. It's clearly the best game of the bunch. Not saying that the others are are bad games, but I'm saying just from kind of a um, like a panel voting, like award show kind of view, that um, like having Hades nominated for Game of the Year 
and then having like fall guys beat hades and in best indie game it's just like it's just kind of weird and i feel like it'd be very unlikely for that to happen and then like a, a panel voting situation exactly i completely agree i think hades is gonna win and i hope hades is win is i hope hades does win it but fall guys is a great game i'm glad it's getting its recognition spelunky too looks like a lot of a lot of fun and i i don't think we've mentioned this yet we have been skipping over categories where we don't feel we are necessarily qualified to give our opinion on it but spirit far has been nominated for a couple categories that we skipped over i think it was nominated in two or three so far that we just hopped over but um, all these games I've heard good things about. I just think with Hades being nominated for Game of the Year, it would be a shame if, if it didn't win Best Indie indie Game. I, I don't see that happening. Mm-hmm. All right, <laughs> on to another fun one for us. Uh, best Mobile Game. So the nominees are Among Us, Call of Duty Mobile, Genshin Impact, Legends of Runeterra, and Pokemon Cafe Mix. So Matt, <laughs> which one stands out to you? Uh, Among Us is the definitely the standout one there because I know we had talked about this when the nominees had been announced that we weren't quite sure on the the parameters for how these games are nominated considering this game was released in 2018 but here it is being nominated in 2020 not saying that I have a problem with that I I do think it should probably win this because it it's I haven't played a I haven't downloaded a mobile game on my phone since I was probably in middle school or maybe a freshman in high school. But when Among Us was getting big, I definitely downloaded that and was playing it. And I was enjoying it, even though even times when I wasn't playing with my friends, saying that I have heard really good things about Call of Duty Mobile and Genshin Impact. But I do personally think it is going to and should go to Among Us. I'd love to see that. I'd love to see them get recognized for sticking with it for so long because it can be disheartening having that game out for two years and not really having anyone play it. And all of a sudden, it's one of the biggest games in the world for a hot minute it still is really popular it's it's really cool for them but uh, i how are you feeling about this category um i i agree with you i've heard a lot of good things about genshin impact i know people harp on it for being like a breath of the wild um copycat kind of mm-hmm. game but it is a mobile game and people are really enjoying it um so i i could see genshin impact winning but among us is easily like the biggest mobile game right now so on that alone i feel like it's gonna win mm-hmm. um moving on to our next category best community support this is a one very similar to best ongoing but i think this has more to deal with how um maybe the com- the, the 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 devs of the game interacts with the community and things like that so um our first nominee is apex legends destiny 2 fall guys fortnite no man's sky and Valorant. How are you feeling about this one? Hmm. I don't know. Well, I don't I guess I don't really know what community support entails. How how do you interpret it? So so the way that I interpret it is um almost like uh cuz it, it it's definitely not best ongoing and doesn't I don't think it necessarily um I I don't think we should be including how good like updates and continued updates are i think we should be talking about how maybe their their twitter the 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 person who does their social media marketing interacts with the community and how they add things that are wanted by the community and are able to get fixes out as quick for the community it's almost like the way i interpret it is like a almost like a customer service award 
Um, that's the way I, I'm looking it up right now, but um, let me see if I can get a more definite answer. But that's personally how I interpret mm-hmm. it. Well, with that, then, with No Man's Sky being nominated, a, a game that released as absolute trash, then to turn around and like turn into a game that people want to play um, in only a couple years and like really make a comeback kind of stands out as community support. But then there's also games like like Apex Legends or Fortnite, just kind of big, uh, like multiplayer esport kind of mm-hmm. games um, that definitely like like drive the game, having like tournaments and just like a big multiplayer community that keep the game going. Then I could see them taking it as well. Yeah, so I, I was able to find something. So I'm gonna read. This is directly from the Game Awards website, and I quote. Best community support means recognizing a game for outstanding community support, transparency and responsiveness, inclusive of social media activity and game updates slash patches, unquote. So my interpretation was pretty pretty close to accurate. Um, it, and kind of going off of what you said, I would agree No Man's Sky needs to be there. If we're counting social media, I think Fall Guys deserves a shout because I don't know if you follow them on Twitter. Well, um. They're pretty funny. They they put a lot. Of, I've I ha, I'm part of their the Fall Guys subreddit as well because I think people post some funny stuff there, and I've been scrolling on their subreddit and seen something funny, and then later that day, been on my on my Twitter feed, I see the same thing from their um, community manager. So that's cool. I I mean I we're probably not the best to go off this as well, but I, from what I've seen, No Man's Sky or Fall Guys um, should should probably should get it but i mean it could be any of them for all i know destiny 2 i know has had some pretty good updates and same with apex legends fortnite as as we've said is just killing it recently so it could go to any of them Mm -hmm. yeah i agree but let's move on to our next category which is best vr slash ar game the nominees are dreams half-life alex iron man vr star wars squadrons and the walking dead saints and sinners so matt i feel like i know what you're going to say here mm-hmm. but take it away yep so the, part of the reason i i think it's important to include this one although i think we know who the winner is going to be i think it is going to be half-life alex and i'm not going to reiterate what we've been saying about that this entire episode i just want i think it's important to include this because this is probably the best year we've had for vr which is exactly what should be happening with these games is they should be getting better year and after year after year this is the first year where i've heard things things about all of these games i've heard really good things about dreams i actually didn't even know it was a vr game before this came out i thought it was i i don't think you necessarily need to play it in vr but that's i think it just shows how how quickly this uh our gaming landscape is evolving in a way i think we're really shifting towards that and in five to ten years i think vr is going to be a thing where almost every household who's interested in video games has a headset but Iron Man VR was a, another game I heard really good things about. Same with Star Wars Squadrons. Just the thought of being able to be flying an X-Wing in VR sounds awesome. The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, I, I would assume that's similar to their Telltale games. But, I mean, shooting down some zombies in VR sounds like fun. But, I, once again, I do think it is going to go to Half-Life Alex, And I would imagine that you kind of feel the same way, Adam. Yeah, I agree. But one thing I want to point out that I love to see Dreams nominated because it's a game that is based on like user creative you uh user created um content mm-hmm. yeah it it is very cool to see that it's like a 
I don't know. I, I love seeing games that are supported like that, like Super Mario Maker 2. That's awesome, seeing being able to play other people's creations. Mm-hmm. But moving on to our next category, innovation and accessibility. This is another one that we probably aren't the best people to talk about. We just think it's very important to include it in the conversation. I think this is the first year that they've had this award, but the five nominees for this are Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Grounded, Hyperdot, the Last of Us Part Two and Watch Dogs Legion. I, I don't know, Adam, if you even have anything, any predictions for this. The only thing I really know about it is The Last of Us Part Two had a lot of different type of features, like colorblind features, or maybe things, um, features that can can help you with the 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 buttons that you need to press. Um, I think this it's incredibly important that games are kind of shifting this way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and both for like. Uh, like single player games like Last of Us Part Two, and then like Watch Dogs Legion, which is a big multiplayer game. Now, again, I'm not super familiar with what kind of accessibility features they have in their game, but I guess kind of being inclusive in a big uh, multiplayer game like that is probably probably a good thing. Yeah, like, I think it is, it's it really... is a good thing, but I meant probably a good thing in terms of like winning the award. Yeah, exactly, and I think it's it's really important to give people options i know with the when i my mom plays video games she's not i i just want to put this out there she doesn't listen don't show the smile she's not very good at video games she has arthritis in her hands and she really struggles with the controller so when i was telling her about the new dual sense controller her first thought was oh i'm i that's it i can't play playstation games anymore i was like oh you can turn it off i think it's important because while yes arthritis is at at the end of the day not a super big quality it doesn't really affect your life in any way but it's still important for these people to be able to play video games and other people who have different disabilities and games in the past have not been accommodating towards them it's nice to see it shifting that way to where not not people who have disabilities can now play these games in a way that is comparable to how people don't have disabilities can play the game all right so to mention the next few you could probably just uh just marathon through so next category is best action game uh we have doom eternal hades half-life alex neo 2 streets of rage 4 what do you think uh doom eternal was nominated for game of the year right that because that'll change my thoughts yes yeah. doom eternal and hades are the two that were nominated so it, it will probably go to one of those two i think it's going to go to hades i think hades absolutely killed it i would like it to go to hades how do you feel about it i, th- I feel like it's going to go to doom eternal like people just love the um the action-based gameplay in that game they think it's really satisfying yeah i i think it's for sure gonna be those two but cool seeing half-life alex also included in that um moving on to best action slash adventure we have six nominees in this one assassin's creed valhalla ghost of tushima spider-man miles morales orion ori and the will of the wisps star wars jedi fallen order the last was part two i'm sorry i paused there i completely forgot the fallen order was eligible this year <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah it's it's sneaky i don't dude mm, i don't know it's like last of us i you know i'm still predicting it's gonna have that sweep but i kind of feel like spider-man's gonna win or ghost you think so Tsushima. maybe i i think just going off of our logic it would have to be last was part two or ghost of tsushima but i think if our logic were to be defied one time it would be for spider-man miles morales i think that game was it's an incredible game, but I do personally think it is going to go to the last of us part two, but I, 
any of these games are a good shout other than Fallen Order. I have my I have my problems with that game, but that's mm-hmm. for another episode. All right. Moving on to best role-playing game, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Genshin Impact, Persona 5 Royal, Wasteland 3, and Yakuza Like a Dragon. It's, I mean, Final Fantasy VII Remake, and if it doesn't go to that, if I had to guess, it's going to go to Persona 5 Royal. Mm-hmm. But um, Persona 5 Royal is like a spin-off game. So, yeah, but it's also one of the highest-rated games from this year on Metacritic. People love yeah. that game. Hmm. I don't know. I, I do think it's going to go to Final Fantasy VII for sure. Yeah, me too. I have to see what our next category is. Is it Family? Family, yeah. I believe. The best family game. We have six nominees. Animal Crossing New Horizons. Crash Bandicoot 4. It's About Time. Fall Guys. Mario Kart Live. Home Circuit. Minecraft Dungeons. And Paper Mar- Mario. The Origami King. Adam, what are you thinking? You know what I'm thinking. It's going to be Animal Crossing here. (laughs) I mean, it's got to be Animal Crossing. It's just absolutely took the world by storm. One thing I'm a little bit confused about, Crash Bandicoot 4, it's not an an easy game. That's not something I'd pass off to my seven-year-old nephew and go, hey, go ahead and eat this game. I wouldn't expect them to. Am I I correct in saying that? Well, I mean, it's a hard game, but it's definitely like, like adhering to kids in some way through like graphics and um like slapstick story and whatnot. I guess. Um but I, I do think Fall Guys has a good shout at it as well. I think it'd be a shame if Fall Guys weren't to win an award this year because it was the biggest thing for about two or three months. But I do I do agree with you. It is probably gonna go to Animal Crossing New Horizons. Alright, so best multiplayer game? Animal Crossing New Horizons, Among Us, Call of Duty Warzone, Fall Guys, and Valorant. Whew, this is I I'm I'm just gonna take Animal Crossing right off the list. That uh, any Nintendo game getting nominated for the best multiplayer is absolute that's uh, a fallacy. It can't happen. Um watching you and Kristen try and hook up to like each other's islands kinda it doesn't look like it looks so annoying. Like you have to drop everything to allow them to come to your island. Mm-hmm. Um, and saying that it should probably go, I don't know. I feel like it could go, to, could go to, I really could go to any of the five, but the ones I'm, uh, I would hope it goes to among us, call of duty or fall guys. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, like I said, fall guys deserves to win an award among us took the world by storm and war zones af- uh, in a, in a video game environment that's saturated to the fullest extent extent with BR games. They were somehow able to release a really fun one that took, probably took a lot of people away from Fortnite there for a couple months and still continues to do so. Mm-hmm. I agree with you on Animal Crossing. Like, it is a multiplayer game, and a big part of the game is playing with other people and sharing the experience and all that. But it's, I wouldn't say it's necessarily known as like a multiplayer game. So I feel like um, either like Among Us or Fall Guys are probably going to win this one. Mm-hmm. moving on to our next category this is another one we don't know a whole lot about but content creator of the year we have six nominees uh they are alana pierce jay ann lopez nick nick Merck's cold chef timothy tim the tatman batar rachel valkyrie hofstetter and a surprise i'm very surprised that the sixth nominee ramblin gamers were nominated for content creator of the year 
Um, this Adam, which true. one do you think is going to? Yeah, this um, is 100% accurate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't even need to check. Um, I think Rambling Gamers have a good shot at this one this year. They have been yeah, just I, chugging through content for the past eight weeks, and we just we love to see them grow and get the recognition that they they deserve. Do you know if they're on social media or anything? Uh, they are. They're on Twitter at Rambling Gamers. They're on Instagram at Rambling Gamers. They're on Twitch at Rambling Gamers, and they're on YouTube at Rambling Gamers. Do you? I wonder. Do you think that they're going to do any big? week ahead of do they have a week ahead where they're planning on doing a lot of content for their for their fans and viewers and listeners uh yes they are and this stuff includes streams um let's plays other general youtube videos um just you know fun stuff like that we're gonna start having a lot more content besides podcasts wow based off of what you just said they really sound like they're deserving um but it's gonna go to alana pierce uh, moving on to our next category, most anticipated game. Mm-hmm. I'm not. You and can we, go ahead and read these nominees. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have uh, Elden Ring, God of War sequel, which I think is called Ragnarok. Um, I don't know if they have an f- official title yet, but I think that's what okay. everyone's assuming. All right. Halo Infinite, Horizon Forbidden West, Resident Evil 8 Village, and Breath of the Wild 2. This is a this is a t- it's so hard to predict because this is just a uh, a shot in the dark to guess what people are looking forward to. Uh, I see a, a lot about Elden Ring every day. I see a lot about God of War every day. I see a lot about Halo Infinite every day. I'm not necessarily involved with Nintendo social media as much, but I'm sure that their fans are really looking forward to the next Breath of the Wild. If you're yeah, asking me which which one I'm looking forward to the most, it's gotta be. God of War 2, followed by Horizon Forbidden West. But who it's going to go to, it's it's such a hard one to predict. Who knows? Halo Infinite, I believe, is rumored to be the most uh, expensive game ever <laughs> ever made. So I'm sure people are really looking forward to that as well. I don't. How are you? I can I can probably guess which one you're looking forward to the most. But go ahead. Yeah. What who what I want to win here is Breath of the Wild, too, and I I think it has a good shot, but as you said, with PlayStation having such a killer few years, um, I think God of War sequel and Horizon Forbidden West are two big ones that people are looking forward to. But I feel like mm-hmm. just because it's in like award show, I feel like it's probably going to be Halo Infinite that takes it. Yeah, it, I mean, it, if it goes to any of these, I would not be surprised. Um, Resident Evil for me is the one that kind of sticks out as... I mean, they're on their eighth installment now. It doesn't necessarily stick out to me quite as much, but that could just be because I'm not a big fan of the Resident Evil games. But, Mm -hmm. ladies and gentlemen, we have saved Game of the Year for last. Drum roll, please. Okay, thanks for leaving me hanging. The nominees for Game of the Year are... Animal Crossing New Horizons, Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, and The Last of Us Part Two. How are you feeling about these, Adam? Which one do you think is going to take? Um, I'm I'm feeling good about all of these, but real quick, I'd like to give a quick shout out to the um the Game Awards announcer who. Took time out of their busy schedule. I know they got a big show coming up to make a guest appearance at our podcast just to uh, 
just to read us those nominees. So, yeah, so thanks for coming out. Yeah, incredibly nice of them. They aren't going to say anything on their way out, but um, they did have. Uh, it's just incredibly nice of them. We sent th- we sent them about four emails, and they're like, "Yeah, don't worry. When are you recording? We'll be there." So that was incredibly nice mm-hmm. of them. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so mm, what I want to win here is Animal Crossing. Of course, that's my personal game of the year. Um, I know a lot of other people probably feel the same way. However, like, I I really, if I had to put it between three, like cut it down to three, it'd be Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, and Last of Us Part Two. And based on how many categories it was nominated in, I I really feel like it's going to be Last of Us Part Two. Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. Of these games, The Last of Us Part Two is my personal favorite. Um, I think I've played how many of these have I played? Four of the six. Um, Animal Crossing, I kind of get the gist of. I, don't get me wrong, I think it deserves to be nominated. It deserves the recognition. I think that's about as far as it's going to get. I don't think it's going to win Game of the Year. Um, in saying that, I kind of agree with you. I think it is going to be. It's it's so tough. I I agree with your your analysis that with it being nominated for ever, almost <laughs> like it's nominated in ten different categories. It we you'd think it would be Last of Us Part Two. Um, it'd be cool to see if Hades Hades won. Ghost of Tsushima, while it's definitely not my pick for Game of the Year, wouldn't surprise me. Final Fantasy VII Remake also wouldn't surprise me. Doom Eternal is <laughs> none of these would surprise me other than Animal Crossing. But I think it is going to go to the Last of Us Part Two. Yeah, um, and I mean there there are a lot more categories that we skipped over here just because we're not as knowledgeable in them. Um, categories based around esports stuff like best athlete, best team, best event, mm-hmm. stuff like that, and other genres like best fighting game, um, games for impact, just stuff like th- that that we weren't really knowledgeable in. We kind of skipped over, but there are a lot more awards to be taken at this show. Um, but another another big part, as I said at the beginning of the of the episode. Another big part of the Game Awards is the announcements, and um, companies from all over the gaming realm like to come out and show off new games, show off upcoming games, um, and a lot of times they really surprise people. So, so Matt, what do, what do you think and what do you want to see here? Ooh, I mean, so if we're... I think it's important to include that not only are there going to be um, new announcements. There's also going to be updates from other gaming studios. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw gameplay from games we already knew were coming out. Um, I, I think Halo Infinite is a game that they've already come out and said that we're not going to see anything. Um, so it, it's so hard to come up with a prediction for it. Um, it I, I would like to see the Silent Hill announcement be made. I think it's, I think it's inevitable. It's gonna come at some point. I just don't know when. I, I'd love to see it. So for the sake of just making a prediction, I'll say Silent Hill will get announced. I also think we're gonna see updates from new games being developed from both Sony, Nintendo, and Microsoft Studios. We could get our first look at the Breath of the Wild sequel. We could get our first look at the new Super Mario Odyssey 2 if they I, I don't think that's necessarily been announced yet. Correct me if I'm wrong, but we could see that. I'd love to see God of War gameplay as well. Um, is there anything I missed out on that, that you think's coming out that you think they're going to announce? Um, so let, let me tell you what I'm thinking in terms of the Nintendo side of things. So mm-hmm. 
Breath of the Wild has a long history with the Game Awards. They've they've been showing uh-huh. Breath of the Wild um, a lot at the Game Awards. They first showed it at the Game Awards in like 2015. Um, they had trailers. They announced the DLC at the Game Awards with like a shadow drop, like a you know available tonight kind of thing. Um, so, like, I I feel like Breath of the Wild Two is something that could appear here but i'm not really getting my hopes up for that just because it's something i'd really really love to see and nintendo is usually very reclusive and just things that they show at events like this but um breath of the wild does have a, a big history with um with the game awards and i know a lot of people are speculating that breath of the wild 2 could be nintendo's uh big holiday title next year and if that's the case then they could probably start teasing something at the Game Awards. Um, but one thing I'd like to say is Super Smash Brothers. I feel like if Nintendo is going to show anything, the most likely thing would be the next Smash character, which they have announced a Smash character at the Game Awards before. Yeah, so when, their last one was Steve, correct? When, uh, about how long in between do they normally announce? Um, Steve came out in October. Um, normally... There's kind of a smaller gap. There's been a smaller gap between characters, but um, they've been kind of open about uh, like COVID nineteen kind of affecting the development mm-hmm. with Smash Brothers. Um, I I feel like it is kind of kind of time for for them to announce a new one, and the Game Awards is a good platform for them to do that. And I I guess I have another question. Something I already touched on: a Super Mario Odyssey sequel is that do you know if that's in the works yet or is that something this they have i don't think there's been any announcements for that uh no they haven't said anything about that but i personally think it could be likely um i know a lot of fans would love it um but i i feel like that's kind of uh um nintendo usually only has like one big game in the works and as i said with breath of the wild if breath of the wild 2 is their next like like big game coming out then they'll probably hold off on mario odyssey i'd love to see i'd love to see that get announced i i know that they did come out in the the same year initially the the mm-hmm. first breath of the wild and the first super mario odyssey so theoretically they should both be kind of on that same path to that getting... same kind of development cycle especially mm-hmm. with running off of like the same engines and all that kind of a quicker turnaround time. Um, but I mean, to clarify what I said about Nintendo, they usually have, um, in terms of announcements, is that they like to announce games as close to their release date as possible, um, which you, could be anywhere from like, like six to 12 months. Um, but they usually only have like one or two games outside of that that they'll be hyping up for a few years. Like Breath of the Wild 2 is like, saying like that's on the horizon like mm-hmm. that's a big game that's coming out um and i was saying i feel like mario odyssey 2 would be something that they would announce closer to its launch gotcha yeah i think i mean I, we could see anything i'm one thing i'm really excited for is i'm excited to see the the video game awards orchestra you know do their thing that uh, I that mean, is I, actually a highlight for me every single year is they take yeah take a song from the five or six Game of the Year nom- nominees and put them in a nice little medley. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Um, and it, <laughs> Anything else you'd like to add here? Uh, 
I, we can just touch on it real quick. Kratos and Master Chief are rumored to coming to Fortnite. That's pretty cool. But um, other than that, no, I will I will put out there for everyone. If So Adam and I are going to be together for the Game Awards, and we've considered doing something for it. If you guys want to see that, let us know. Um, we don't have exactly a plan put together for it, but if we receive enough interest in it, we will do it. We already reached out to the – this actually isn't a joke. We did reach out to the Game Awards and offer to um, kind of what what was it called like a partner stream almost? Yeah, it was um, like a co-stream you, you or can something like, like officially like host it on on Twitch, which hosting just means you like like basically take the stream and then like brand it up on your own channel. So we did reach out, but we haven't heard back and. At we this point, I don't because we were nominated for Content Creator of the Year. I think there's a conflict of interest, so yes, there's. I think that's, I think that's probably why they haven't reached out to us. Um, but if they do, obviously we'll be we'll be streaming. But if you guys, if they don't reach out to us, but you guys do want to see something, please let us know, um, and we'll be sure to put something together real quick. We still have definitely enough time to do that. Um, but other than that, please follow us on Twitter, Instagram. Yeah. And, like, besides that, uh, you'll hear our thoughts next week on who won and what kind of announcements there were. Um, so if you want to hear all that, come back to us next week. Episodes go live Tuesdays at 10 p.m. Um, so A.M.? A.M.? Did I say p.m.? Yep. <laughs> they, they also go live on YouTube at 10 a.m. Yeah, that's that's an all-in-one. You can find them anywhere: Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube. Um, I don't know what else. Any any podcast podcast platform you can find our stuff on. Um, but with that, we'll see you next week. See you guys. <laughs>